You are. you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. I'm really excited for today's guest and honored to have Jordan Harbinger. Welcome to Making Bank. Really what's been the biggest lever was relationships. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit cliche, but I'll tell you what I mean. Okay. Back when I first started the show, I remember asking my own friends if they would be a guest on the show. And I remember getting texts back like, this, this is stupid, nobody cares about your podcast, or like, it'll lose my number. And I was like, my friends suck. But also, they were right. I mean, who knew what this even was? Right. Nobody cared. There were less than a thousand podcasts in the iTunes store at this point, most wow. of which were not yeah. active because they had three episodes and nobody cared about it. <laughs> but now that I'm trying to rebuild, I'm calling people that I've met over the last 11 years, friendships sure. that I've maintained. People introduced me to you, for example, right. and they're like, oh, this would be really interesting for Making Bank. That took me years. You know, I would have to scrape for an intro for months and months and months and find somebody who can introduce me to say Ben Greenfield Fitness. Right. And now I could text Ben whenever I need something and he could do the same. That's and it's cool. just instant, yeah, I'll say it tomorrow and I'll do this and Pat Flynn, I'll mail for this tomorrow, no problem. Mm, cool. That took years and years and years to build. Now that legwork is done because I have these relationships in place. It's really easy to write about networking when you're like, I'm on top of the podcast. That is easy, yeah. Yeah, I'll make a product about this, but I sure. actually really believe in these principles, and they've been really, really helpful cool. for me, uh, and they'll be helpful for you too. So the first one, you know Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, yes. where they say, ABC, oh, yeah. always be closing. So we do ABG, always be generous or always mm. be giving. And what that means is, aside from having an awesome ring to it, what that means okay. is help other people without the expectation of anything in return. And I know that that sounds like very Dale Carnegie, Pollyanna, but the, the truth is it makes helping right. and networking with other people easier because sure. it reduces the cognitive load. Like if I'm thinking, hmm, what can I get from Josh right now? <laughs> uh, I don't really need anything, so I'm not gonna interact with him or right. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna prioritize something else. That's bad because then anytime you interact with somebody, you're forced to think, what can I get from them? And that right. the answer usually is gonna be nothing because you don't know what you need in five years. That's you only true. know what you need right now. <laughs> right. So you'll ignore all these great people. Right. You won't make as many friends. You won't make as many connections. And that's a problem. So reduce the cognitive load by just helping other people without cool. expectation of anything in return. In my opinion, caveat. It's better to help 100 people and have 90 of them never have the opportunity to help you back. Right. And some of them might use you, but 90, 90 won't, right? 90 might just not ever be able to help you because maybe you're networking down, as we would say. Mm -hmm. So you're helping newbies maybe right. get off the ground. Sure. You're helping them with a show like this. You're helping them start their business, whatever. Maybe they're never really in a position to do much more than write you a nice review or right. comment on YouTube. So that's fine. But the 10 people out of that 100 who are able to help you. Maybe you helped someone four years ago and now they're enormous on Instagram. Sure. That is worth it. That oh, yeah. one yeah. person out of 10 is more than worth it because usually they are like, man, you helped me huge. Right. Here's a giant favor that is so disproportionate compared to the email introduction <laughs> that you made for me 10 years ago. It's like, if that's the relationship that we're gonna have where it's like, now I owe you something, that's it. One, it's a, it's either a covert contract or an overt contract. <laughs> right. 
And two, it's like, really? You're not going to do me a favor unless I do you a favor first? So if I need something and I can't help you, you're not going to care at all. Right. Because that's the type of person who's going to be like, you're dead to me because you don't have a platform or something anymore. Yeah. Or if they rung up a couple rungs on the ladder or they end up on the top of the total pole in a few years, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't need you anymore. So yeah, you know, go fly a kite, and I don't. I just don't want those people in my Why surround yourself with arena. Them? Yeah, there's too many people at conferences like this, and in our circles, where we don't have to put up with yeah. the quid pro quo crap. That there's just no reason it should. That type of behavior, in my opinion, should just not even be tolerated. So if you're the kind of person that sets up quid pro quo, or you're thinking, well, I'll help these guys if I can get something in return. Stop doing that. You probably mean well. You're probably just trying to hustle and grind. It makes you look like an a hole. Stop doing it. You heard it right here. Yeah. <laughs> but other people that I've talked to who I thought would be really cool, and I won't mention their names, they just aren't. Right. And you go, oh, crap, this whole, like, fun, likable guy is just, that's your performance? Yeah. That sucks. I've had that. I it know. It sucks so much. <laughs> so it's been great to see, like, Russell Brand and Mike Rowe and Shaq be even cooler than they are that's awesome. in your mind, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's been so disappointing to see other people who are 10,000 rung, 10, rungs below them on the ladder be diva a-holes. <laughs> and I just go, me and my wife were like, okay, rem- me- mentally note this for like five, ten years sure. when you've had it and everybody's filming you and you're just annoyed by it and hopefully things are on the up and up, to just never be like that. Because 30 seconds in an elevator snubbing someone yeah. taints their impression of you for your entire life. Yep. And you never know where you're gonna run into that person again, man. I know. Because this world is so small. So before I brought my wife on, I don't know if people told you this, they're like, don't work with your wife, you're gonna ruin (laughs) your relationship, you're gonna hate each other, it's gonna result in a divorce, and it's gonna ruin your business. Right. This has been awesome. She's been working full time with us for at least three, three and a half years. Awesome. Such a great decision. But I will say that probably there's some wisdom in not working with your significant (laughs) other because although it worked out for me and it was a matter of necessity because I had fired my assistant, I really needed some help, and she turned out to be somebody who, go figure, actually cared about the business and actually cared about me. Right, yeah, who would have known? Wasn't mailing it in like my other assistant was. Um, It worked out really well, but I also know tons of people who work with their significant other, and it's a nuclear wasteland of a relationship. And everything and all their ish comes out in their business and then it all comes out in their marriage and they, they can never turn off the office because they live together. So I think, and I would love to hear actually your wisdom on this even though you're interviewing me, I feel like setting boundaries of right. like, okay, stop checking your email, it's 11 p.m., we're watching a movie, stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stop interacting with people on social media, turn your phone off. Setting boundaries and also making sure that you're not slave driving the other person. Right. Maybe she slave drives you. I don't know. My <laughs> wife works. Probably. Probably. No. <laughs> but like you, you really do have to set those parameters For sure. or you can end up going, I don't have a life outside of my business because every time I'm not trying to work, I'm with my spouse and she's working. Right. And you just got to turn it off. It was an honor to have you on here. Likewise. I really appreciate your time today and taking a few minutes out to come on over here. So thanks for coming on Making Bank. Appreciate it. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. 
If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube. 